Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Jim Quick with us. His book is called Limitless, the Expanded Edition. Tell me about the title, Jim, Limitless. Yeah, so Limitless is an owner's manual for our brain. You know, our, our brain, you know, when we're talking about space, this is the space I'm talking about is between our ears. You know, we upgrade, you know, think about technology and, you know, we have autonomous electric cars and spaceships that are going to Mars, but a vehicle of choice often when it comes to learning is like a horse and buggy, a horse and carriage. So Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, Unlock Your Exceptional Life, the Expanded Edition is really, it's not about being perfect. It's about advancing and progressing beyond what you currently believe is possible. And we've discovered more about the human brain more in the past 20 years than the previous 2,000 years combined. And what we found is we're grossly underestimating our own capabilities, regardless of your age, your background, your career, educational level, financial situation, gender history, IQ. You know, so much more potential inside. It's just we're not shown how to be able to access it. And that's, that's, why, that's why I wrote this book. You talk about the seven lies of learning. Tell me about that, and then we'll get into these seven. Sure. Um, so a big part of what holds us back is our mindset, you know, the set of assumptions and attitudes about something. So you could, someone could learn a great method on, let's say, making money, but if their mindset is, you know, I don't deserve it or I have to hurt people in order to be able to, you know, access that, then you're probably still going to be stuck, you know, in that area. So all behavior is belief-driven. And so for me, a lie stands for a limited idea entertained. It's not true. It's just something we're giving energy to. So, 
you know, to be able to unlimit yourself, you have to address these lies. Like, so for example, one of them is intelligence is fixed, right? It's one of those things where people believe that somehow your potential is fixed or your memory is fixed, like your shoe size. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely not true. But the problem is, is if you believe it's true, you know, if you believe you can or can't, either way, you're right, right? Henry Ford said that. But the truth is, it's not how smart you are, it's how are you smart. There are multiple types of intelligence. Howard Gardner, you know, talked about this, at, you know, at researches at Harvard University. So like so many things, intelligence is a combination of attitudes and actions, and it's really dependent on context. You know, a better belief is that intelligence is fluid. You know, I talk about, in, in my work, we created a, a brain quiz that hundreds of thousands of people have gone through that talks about four different brain types. And I use it, I modeled it after elephant, like elephants and dolphins and owls and cheetahs. It's just an illustration that, you know, we are smarter than we think. Another, another lie that some people believe is that we only use 10% of our brains. And that's, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah, it's something that uh, we've all heard this myth. You know, some of us heard it the first time in a classroom. Some of us heard it from maybe a friend. Some of us heard it through media, maybe a documentary, a TV show. And it's not true. In actuality, we use 100% of our brain, just like we use 100% of our body, right? It's just some people use it differently, you know, more effectively or more efficiently than others. So the more the truth is, you know, is that you have all the power of your brain that's available to you, and it's available to you now. You know, the, the utopia that each of us, you know, in these movies and television shows that depicts, it's already possible, you know, for us. And while we use all our brains, some people use their brain better than others. Just as, you know, most people use 100% of their body, you know, there are some bodies that, that are faster, that are stronger, that are more flexible, that are more energized than others. And the key is to learn how to use your brain effectively and efficiently, you know, as possibly as you can, right? And that, that's why I wrote the book. A new belief could be instead of, you know, that use 10% is like I am learning how to use my whole brain in the best ways possible. You know, another lie is mistakes are failures. You know, that's a that's something I think a lot of people unconsciously believe. And, you know, it's my belief that that could hold you back because you're not going to do things if you're scared of, you know, making mistakes. I think we make mistakes, but mistakes don't have to make us. You know, that mistakes, you know, that there's no, so, there's no failure. There's only failure to, to right. learn something. As long as you and, learn from your mistakes, it's, it's, worth, it's worthwhile to try, isn't it? Yeah, I, I believe that, George. Just a lot of people think, you know, failure is the opposite of success. You know, and I think failure is part of success, right? You know, and so I, I feel like failing, like getting the feedback, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So, you know, um, you know, and it's, it's interesting with children, like, uh, we have a newborn, uh, nine months and, you know, he's like learning how to crawl and propping himself up. And, you know, if people fall, like children fall, they'll fall hundreds of times and they always get back up. But sometimes as adults, we're, you know, we could try something. We take a salsa class or a coding class or something and we don't do well at it the first time which, you know, is normal, and we just stop, right, because we don't want to look look bad. 
And so I, I think there's no such thing as failure. There's only failure to learn something. You know, and another lie that I think is pervasive in the performance space or self-improvement space is that knowledge is power. Like we've all heard the phrase knowledge is power. And and I, and it, I don't think it's, it's really accurate. I think knowledge is, has the potential to be power. But it only becomes power when we utilize it. So many people know stuff, but they're not you know, use utilizing that information. So I think knowledge times action is, mm-hmm. is power. And so, you know, see, these kind of lies, it's nice to make it more conscious as opposed to unconscious because in order to change anything, you need a level of self-awareness, right? You need to be able to, you can't change something unless you know that it, it needs to be changed and you recognize that. So in the book, we talk about some of the lies of learning and then how to be able to reframe them and, you know, to take care of your mindset. You know, I believe your brain is this incredible supercomputer and your self-talk is a program that will run. So you tell yourself, I'm not good at, I don't know, um, remembering people's names. You will not remember the name of the next person you meet because <laughs> program your supercomputer not to. Exactly. People, exactly. If people truly understood, George, like how powerful their mind is, they probably wouldn't say or think something they didn't want to be true. And that's not to say that you have one negative thought and it ruins your life any more than eating that donut will ruin your life. But if you eat that donut dozens of times in a day, every single day, you know, there will be an effect. And so I just want to remind people that your thoughts, your thoughts matter and you don't have to believe everything that you think. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lie number five is learning new things is very difficult. Yeah, I, mean, I think some people stop. You know, the two challenges is uh, where people, where we see, and we have students in every country in the world in our online, you know, accelerated learning academy for our speed reading memory programs. Um, we see the biggest decline usually when people in their cognitive performance, when people graduate school, because somehow they associate that you know their education is done, so is their learning, right? They've learned everything that they they need to learn. And then when people retire, because often when people retire, they stop using their brain, you know, actively, and unfortunately, their bodies usually aren't that far behind. So in, instead of believing that you know learning new things is difficult, it can be certainly. Sometimes it's hard to learn new things, but that's where you grow, right? When you're lift, if somebody's exercising. It's the, it's the novelty and, and the demand that you have on your muscles that, that force it to, to adapt. And same thing with learning. You know, sometimes it is hard to learn new things, but what's more accurate is to understand that learning is a set of methods. It's a process and you can certainly do it easier once you know how to learn, right? My book, Limitless, the Expanded, is all about meta-learning. Meta-learning is the science and the art of learning how to learn. When you learn new ways on how to learn, the challenge of learning new things, it actually could be fun. It could actually get easier and, and certainly more enjoyable. Uh, line number six is one talking about criticism, that the criticism of other people you know, matters because people over index how important other people's opinions are, you know, and I spent a lot of time at senior centers, maybe because I lost my grandparents at an early age and I helped mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. to improve their memory, polish off their memory. And I also hear some amazing, so much, so many nuggets of wisdom and insights. But I also hear a lot of regret, you know, and I just want to remind listeners that when we're taking our final breaths, you know, in those moments, none of other people's opinions or their expectations will have mattered to us. Well, what, what will matter is, you know, what was most important, you know, maybe how you laughed and how you learned and how you loved and how, and how you lived. You know, I, I really think, and you just have to frame it in a different way, 
you know, I don't think we should take criticism from people we, we wouldn't take advice from. You know, maybe that could help reframe it for people. You know, the new belief is something like, it's not your job to like, love, or respect me. It, it's mine, right? And so, um, you know, I feel like so a lot true. of people are limited. They limit themselves because they're afraid of what people will think. You know, so I just like to put some healthy dose of uh, perspective there. And then the seventh lie is that, and this is something I think a lot of people buy into, is that genius is born. You know, you're either born with, you know, genius or or you're not. It's developed, isn't it? Yeah, I, I really think that genius is built you know, more more than anything, that genius leaves clues, and there's always a method behind what looks like magic. And that's been the nature of my work. When I perform in front of audiences, and I could be in front of a quarter million people total in a year, you know, I travel a lot, I could be on three continents in a week, and I, if there's time, I'll do these demonstrations where I'll have like 100 people stand up in an audience and pass around a microphone and introduce themselves, and I will recite all of their names from memory uh, you do that will, wow i do that yeah or an audience you know i just got out of uh, a program at google uh, i'm here in, in northern california right now traveling on tour and uh you know and i'll have they'll challenge me they'll give me 50 or 100 digit number and i'll recall them forwards and backwards or 100 random words but I, I always tell people i don't do this to impress you i do this to express to you what's possible because the truth is Again, we can all do this. We just weren't taught. You know, there's no class called memory. You know, they teach you three R's in school, reading, writing, arithmetic. But what about retention, right? Socrates said learning is remembering. And so, you know, I feel like if you go to somebody and say, hey, play the ukulele, you know, that'd be ludicrous if people have never taken a class. Well, going to somebody like a child or, or one of your coworkers and saying, focus, study, They've never taken classes on that. So I truly believe that genius is not so much born, but it's built. It's made through deep deep practice, like anything else. And what about the possibility of brain foods? What are some of yeah. the best? You know, I, I think the whole area of science, I do a whole chapter on the best foods you could eat for your brain health. You like guacamole, and don't you? I really do. Um Avocados, the monounsaturated fat, is good for the brain. This is a whole area of science called neuronutrition. Um, some of my favorite ones, and I'll give you everyone a memory aid on how to do this so we can make just into a little memory master class. Um, so my, some of my favorites that are researched to be, to be neuroprotective, uh, avocados, uh, blueberries. I like to call them brain berries. The, you know, the antioxidants are very good for your brain. Uh, broccoli, the sulfur, the sulfur in there is, is very good for your brain. Um, number, number, the fourth one is olive oil. You know, we hear a lot about Mediterranean diet. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's very neuroprotective. Uh, if your diet allows eggs are like nature's multivitamin, the choline in eggs is very good for cognitive health and performance. Green leafy vegetables like kale and spinach is good for the brain. Um, your brain is mostly fat, so that's where you get the uh, omega-3s or the DHAs, like from fish. Uh, you always hear about you know, eat, eating uh, you know, wild salmon or sardines. Those are definitely brain foods. I would add uh, turmeric. Oh, yeah. I, I take that every day, every day. Yeah. 
so good for you, George. It, it, it's, it's anti-inflammatory. Some people will take the turmeric and mix it with some almond milk and maybe a little bit of pepper and just make like a, a like a, like some kind of golden milk for themselves. Walnuts are very good for the brain. High in vitamin E, neuroprotective. Walnuts, interesting. They look like a human brain. They do. And, you're, you're right. Yeah. It's something like a little memory aid. Like it's interesting. Certain foods support the organ that they look like. If you cut a tomato in half, it has four chambers and tomatoes are good for the heart, right? Um, if you, and these are kind of not based, this is more memory, uh, you know, kind of associations. If you cut a carrot and it looks like the human eye and they say carrots are good for the eye and, you know, and so on. And then, um, my, finally, uh, the 10th one is dark chocolate. Um, not milk chocolate, not high sugar, but dark chocolate is, is very good for the brain also as well. What's good for your mood is generally good for your mind. So, you know, these are 10 foods and you could take a bunch of them, even throw it into a blender and make a brain power smoothie. You know, the avocados, the green leafy vegetables, you know, the chocolate powder, maybe, um, you know, some berries. Oh, I probably wouldn't put the, the fish in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> not in the berries. Yeah, but, you know, what you eat matters, especially for your brain matter. Before we had the Internet going, Jim, I had a friend of mine who had a poor memory, and she saw a television commercial for a kit which would improve your memory, except she forgot the toll-free number. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, I believe two of the most costly words sometimes in life or in our work or I forgot. I mean, think about the consequences of saying, I forgot to do it, I forgot to bring it, I forgot what I was going to say, I forgot what they said, I forgot to go to that meeting, I forgot that person's name. I mean, it just goes on and on. Every time we have those lapses, we could lose time, we could, you know, compromise a relationship. Um, but on the other side, memory can make you uh, can make you the money, uh, certainly, because the faster you can learn, the faster you can earn, because knowledge is the only power. Knowledge is profit today. Most people listening, it's not like it was hundreds of years ago, agricultural age, or we're working on assembly lines where it's more brute strength. Today, it's brain strength, right? It's not your muscle power. It's our mind power. And again, the faster you can learn, the faster you can earn. If you can remember client information or product information, give a speech without notes, uh, learn another language, uh, improve your, your vocabulary, remember what you read. I mean, all of these are real assets. And again, it's Everybody, regardless of your age and stage of life, can do it. They just need a, a guidebook, right? And your brain is, your brain is amazing, right? You know, it only weighs about three pounds, but it is the most intricate and one of the most extraordinary things in the entire universe. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.